All right, welcome back to Marky Mark and the Fitness Bunch. By popular demand or by the people who are looking for specific episodes, we are going to be talking about the difference in training for strength and training for aesthetics. Now, I want to make something clear on this to make sure everyone kind of understands where I'm coming from, that this is not a comparison between the sport of powerlifting and the sport of bodybuilding. I know one is strength-based, one is aesthetic-based, but they have very specific rules, and strength does not necessarily mean squat, bench, deadlift for your max 1RM for a lot of people, and aesthetics does not always mean the aesthetics based on the rule set of bodybuilding. So those are interesting topics. I might actually do that in the future. But for this conversation specifically, I just want to talk about strength in terms of improving in an exercise or improving in a lift in terms of uh, the amount of load that you can take on it or the amount of weight you can put on the bar or your ability to do pull-ups and push-ups. So not a powerlifting specific goal. And for aesthetics, I want to more talk about when people say they're training for aesthetics, what that actually means, which usually is a specific body part that either want to quote unquote tone up or they want muscle in a certain area or they're looking for a certain kind of look, but it is not necessarily a bodybuilding kind of look. So I want to base the conversation around that so that it's more encompassing. Although I think I will do powerlifting and bodybuilding as a comparison in the future because I think there is a very good conversation to have there. So let's talk about the similarities first because I think there actually is a lot of overlap that should be addressed. The first thing is that form is always key. I can't stress this enough. Your uh, aesthetic-based program or your strength-based program does not really matter if your form is not good. And I think this is the key thing to address, and I've addressed this in the past before, is that both of these styles of training, the quality of your movement and how well you're doing that form based on the requirements of the program, is number one. I want to make that very clear as well as that like it does not matter if you're trying to look for you know jack shoulders or you're trying to look for a really impressive squat. This is not a that that the the form required in those movements is very very important. I also want to point out that most of them will require what is known as compound movements. So as an example. It is a movement that requires multiple joints to be used at the same time. That's kind of the official boring textbook definition of it. So the bicep curl, as an example, is not a compound movement because you're essentially just moving the elbow joint and no other joints are being worked in action. Um, a squat is, however, because you are moving the ankle joint, knee joint, hip joint, and we can have some debate on the shoulder joint as well, although that's not... Um, as extreme as the other three joints that are used but that's a compound movement for that reason because it uses multiple muscle groups and moves multiple joints so even if you're training for aesthetics we are training a specific as a, a specific muscle group like even if you want to you know let's use let's, go, let's stick with shoulders for now to make it simple you still want to do movements that are not just single joint shoulder you still want to do movements that are more compound, like an overhead press, which will still require you to move your elbows, or you know, push press, which might have some leg action into it as well. You still want to incorporate those kind of moves into your program as opposed to just single joint, which is where I think a lot of, you know, when you look at aesthetic-based training, there's a lot of what's known as bro splits, 
which is like, okay, today I'm training back, then I'll train shoulders, then I'll train legs, then I'll train arms. And even for that kind of training, while you are focusing on one particular muscle group, I think the mistake a lot of people make is that they only include single joint exercises and don't include compound exercises as well. And I think that really holds them back on the aesthetic-based goals. Now, I want to focus on one of the big differences here, but I'm going to work on kind of a metaphor that I think works really well because the truth is, is that aesthetic-based training and strength training do have a similar overlap, and I think this explains it really well. So imagine that you have a cup of water. The cup itself represents the amount of muscle that you have, and the amount of water in your cup represents the amount of strength or the amount of your ability to use your strength, I think is the best way as an example. So um, I will have to use powerlifting as an example for this, but I think it's a really good example is that if you get really lightweight powerlifters, they don't necessarily have a ton of muscle, but their ability to use the muscle they have is very impressive. They're essentially, that what they have is a very small cup, but it's full to the brim. And I think you see that a lot at the elite level of the guys who are super, super light, or girls do, or are super, super light, but they're very good at using the muscle they have, so they lift very impressive weight. If you're... What that also means as well is that you could have a lot of muscle, but not necessarily be super strong. Now they do overlap a lot. The truth is, is that if you have more muscle, your potential to lift more is higher, so you probably do lift more. But just because you have more muscle than the other person, maybe you have, you know, a bigger cup, but we're going to keep using this metaphor, but it's, you know, the water isn't as full. So you're not quite reaching your potential on how much muscle you have and how much strength you could have. So there's definitely overlaps. I've definitely dealt with clients where I realized that adding more muscle would increase their strength, but they're not necessarily like, oh, if I get really big shoulders, it will, in the same proportion, increase my overhead press. And I think that is an important distinction that needs to be made because sometimes that's not always the case. Now, when we're talking about the difference in training, the one thing that needs to be focused on for strength is you need to look at, let's say you want to do a pull-up. So you're looking at the pull-up and you need to look at the movement itself. So a uh, kind of an idea is that is the bottom of the pull-up harder for you or is the top of the pull-up harder for you? And so what you do is you analyze the movement itself figure out what is the part that's holding you back from becoming more successful in that movement, and then base your training around fixing that problem. So I'll use kind of myself as an example. So um, I'm a pretty good deadlifter at this point, 501 pound deadlift. Everyone on Instagram knows because I shouted the rooftops about it. I was really excited. But for me, the locking out of the deadlift matters a lot more uh, or is a lot harder than lifting from the ground. Off the ground, I'm very fast, but try to lock out is very slow, even in a sumo stance. So my training is based around fixing that lockout problem. And that's how my training is created, in a sense. So the aesthetic based, a lot of it is like, okay, here is my physique. This is what I look like. And you pick a specific part. And that will base the foundation of your training. So Maybe you're a person who likes their legs but doesn't like their upper body. So your training, in a sense, if that is the problem area, quote-unquote, you will need to focus more on upper body training than lower body training because you're looking for an aesthetic-based goal than you are for an overall strength goal. But it doesn't necessarily mean, okay, I need to increase my strength on 
my upper body movements. That definitely can go hand in hand. I want to point out that there is a lot of overlap on this. And while they are different goals, they can have similar aspects of training. But the goal itself is, you know, if you want a good back and you work out on deadlifts, but the look of the back is not what you're looking for, just because your deadlift got better, that is less relevant to it. And maybe deadlifts aren't a thing you should be doing from an aesthetic standpoint. Now, I want to point out as well is that how to improve in this situation is also based on movement discrepancies for strength. So it's more on the quality of your movement as opposed to like how much muscle you hold, although there can be exceptions to that as well. As well as, but if you're training for aesthetics, then you're looking for a more aesthetic discrepancy. And then in bodybuilding, this is, you know, judged and people can tell you what it is, but for yourself, you really have to decide what's important to you. Maybe having huge arms is not what you're looking for, but you're looking for more defined legs. So it's very self prescribed on what you want to look for if you're not competing. But for strength-based training, that will not be self-prescribed in the sense that how you improve is not, oh, well, I'll just work out this part of the movement. And that part of the movement might be fine. There's going to be a particular thing you should work on to keep going. You can keep doing the same thing and keep working at the bottom. I thought that you wouldn't get stronger, but it wouldn't be the most efficient path to get there. Now, I think the mindset for these are very different. And I, want, I do want to point out that I much prefer training people for a strength-based goal than a aesthetic-based goal. I want that to be clear. I'm very clear with that with my other online platforms, and I want to be upfront with that as well. And I'm going to tell you guys why, is that the aesthetic approach is very like, okay, what don't I have? What am I missing? What am I unhappy about with my body? And I don't like that mindset and it's very aesthetic based which is a very subjective goal that's tough especially now because with photoshop and how online platforms work and your there's always someone who's gonna make you look less good look i don't care who you are like there's someone out there who makes you not look as good looking and it's never been easier to find that person especially with online media so if you're talking about like oh i wish i had arms like her or i wish i had legs like uh, that person over there it's it's a long game and it's kind of based very on like who you aren't as opposed to like what you could become now i like strength training as the focus because strength training especially when i do it as an online coach is very like more potential based than what you don't have it's very like we're going to show you what your body could potentially what your body could do what your body is able to become it's really building your confidence from within as opposed to an outside and it's more quantifiable in a sense where let's say someone wants a really strong squat or they want to improve their squat seeing that progress is easier because you lifted a weight at one point and then it got more it became heavier like if you were squatting 135 for eight and now you're doing 145 for eight you got stronger. Like the number is the number. 145 is greater than 135. It's a very simple understanding. But the aesthetic-based goal is like, well, do my arms look better? Or uh, do they not look better? Or, you know, um, did I actually get more muscle? Or is that fat? And I think there's a lot of very subjective goals and even photos and stuff like that. And I think it runs into the issue of more body dysmorphia. Um, that's always the concern with myself, whether either of you are a strength-based goal, like you just want to crush pull-ups. I think that is more fulfilling and has less worry of mental health issues. 
And I want to be clear on this as well, is that just because you're training for aesthetics does not mean you have a mental health issue. I'm just saying that you're more at risk for it because you're focusing on a more subjective goal that has never been harder to achieve, especially with, you know, uh, online filters and Photoshop and, you know, how the algorithms work is they will show you the best looking people in the world will be on your feed. Like it's, you know, 10 out of 10s are constantly on your radar. You're not seeing the average person. You're not seeing... Um, the person with a normal amount of muscle or the normal level of leanness, you're seeing like, no, 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 this is the top person in the world. And I see them all the time. So I think that's one thing that the mentality towards aesthetic training really is difficult to hold as opposed to a strength-based goal where like, even if people are stronger than you, et cetera, there's still a, but I can still see, it's easier to see your own personal improvement and still make it more about competing with yourself as opposed to competing with others. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say about this. This is a very passionate topic about myself. And there is definitely, I could have made this twice as long, but it would have gotten more boring and things like that. Um, let me know if you want to hear a powerlifting versus bodybuilding representation of this because they are different because those are specific rule sets for strength and aesthetics as opposed to just strength and aesthetics in general. And I appreciate any advice that you guys have. Let me know if you have any questions. You can reach me out at Training Strong Women on Instagram and Mark underscore Breeden at Twitter. Thanks for watching.